Welcome to Thrive with Andrena, the show that provides empowerment, motivation, and transformation. Mix your personal, professional, and wellness development to help you live your life authentic and unapologetic. Now it's time to thrive. It's your favorite Andrina, and I don't know about y'all, but I feel amazing on today, on today. And listen, I have one of my favorite people on the world. I call him my right hand man because he truly is that, is that, and he's coming to bring something that is very dear to both him and I, life experience. And he is coming to give us one of these deep stories. I hope y'all are ready and prepared for what he is going to bring and going to learn on today. Tell the people who you are. Tell the people who you are. Come on here. Come on in here. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Lord. Uh, My name is Ernest Comer III. Um, I am, first of all, a husband and a father. I cannot. I cannot skip past that. I got to acknowledge my incredible wife, my amazing children, Tristan and Harper. Um, My my kids are so crazy. First of all, my daughter's (laughs) a performer, okay? My daughter's Mm -hmm. a performer. She's got her ballet thing going. She's doing her thing. My son is the academic, okay? He's Mm -hmm. in a a competitive reading program, okay? Come on now. Help me how out. Old, how old are they, Ernest? How old are they? My daughter's seven. My son is, oh, he's going to be 10 in a couple weeks, actually. And they jamming like that? Listen, they doing their thing. I'm so proud of them. Tell um, them to set the standard. Tell them to set the standard. To. Tell God. them to set the standard. Yes, indeed. Uh, so professionally, professionally. Uh, started oh, wait bit. a minute. You you said the kids. What about the head of the household besides you? The wing? Oh, my incredible wife? You better know oh, it. <laughs> you got to know it. You got to know it. Listen, first of all, my wife is a marriage and family therapist. Okay? Oh, so that's awesome. Awesome. So she is out here changing lives and making things happen for, for families and individuals mm-hmm. and, and the kids. Yes. The effect that she has on the kids, as I know, is incredible. Obviously, I don't know none of the stories mm-hmm. uh, firsthand, but I do know that her clients ain't going nowhere. I know, right? I know, <laughs> right. Gets, she wished she was there when I was a single mom. So she could got a hold of my three. <laughs> <laughs> so she's doing okay. her thing. She's, she's staying inspiring me. So I, uh, Oh, that's I awesome. Beautiful. Um, okay. But tell so, us who you are, right here, yeah. man. Uh, who am I? I am a, uh, I am an executive guidance and strategic planning facilitator. I'm somebody who mm-hmm. has really invested my life in understanding this world of professional development, career advancement, yeah. talent development, organizational development, really seeing the ins and outs and inner workings of different organizations, my career span across nonprofits, some mm-hmm. organizations, and of course on the corporate side. Um, but I, I really found my space in this world where I can help folks uh, see away from where they are to where they want to be, help oh, them be awesome. satisfied in the work that they do and um, really get further faster in their careers. Right. That's good. That's yeah. good. So listen, me and you was powwowing before, right? So they don't know yeah. the behind the scenes. 
And this was, I said, tell me a topic that we can really speak on to really touch the people. But before I tell them the topic, I want you to give them a tidbit because a, a tidbit of your background, but before you give them a tidbit of the background, because me and you both know, right? They see the glory. That's it. But they don't see what we had to pay to get here. Because see, you gave this long list of titles. But before <laughs> you got to those titles, there was a story in between before they got the title behind your name. So I want you to give the people that title. I know I want you to give the people the story that happened in between yeah. the title because I didn't know that story. Yeah. I really truly didn't. And it really touched me when me and you were talking. Man, look, so so first of all, we as people, we go through these major challenges in our lives that really help to inform who we are mm -hmm. and really bring the light, the skill set that we have and call attention to our own gifts. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm no exception to that rule. So I um, I went to college after high school, which is, you know, try to do the thing I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. I ain't want to get in no trouble. I ain't want no smoke with mama. So right, 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 right. Um, and I was, a, I was a student, okay? I built my life around being a student. I had a, a little apartment on campus. I had three different jobs on campus. And I was doing my thing with them grades, okay? I was handling business. Um, but what that means is once I built my life around being a student, I was ill-prepared for graduation. Mm -hmm. right? And even further, graduation for me came in the middle of a recession. All right, so when I, as soon as I graduated, congratulations, you're no longer eligible for your apartment. So get out. Um, mm. As soon as I graduated, congratulations, you're no longer eligible for these student jobs, so you're fired. Mm. Uh, and I found myself graduating into uh, housing insecurity and homelessness. Um, so Say it again. You graduated to what? In the housing insecurity and homelessness. Mm -hmm. Okay, living out of a 1992 Buick Roadmaster. Now, it's a good car. <laughs> what you say? Artist, it was a good car. I love riding around with my mom. Mm -mm -mm. It felt like I was driving mm -mm -mm. in the living room. Okay, mm -hmm. but it's not the experience I wanted to be having. Right, I, the experience I would wish on anybody. Mm -hmm. um, but it's where I was, mm -hmm. uh, and so since I had built my life around being a student, I was forced into this position of now I got I got to reorient. Right. And I decided to reorient around service. So I built my life around servanthood. I wanted to help my way into prosperity, which is possible mm -hmm. unless mm -hmm. you do it the way I did it. Okay. <laughs> and what was the way that you did it? What was the way that you did it? So what I, I said, the way was, that I did it, I uh, connected with this guy and he had started an organization, a nonprofit. Um, it was very shoestring budget. Really, it was just him. Um, and he had some friends that he had connected with while he was incarcerated, who he knew were struggling with housing and jobs. And so he was looking for somebody who could help him get folks coming out of incarceration, uh, support with finding jobs and housing. 
And I said, yeah, let me help with that, man. No problem. I'm, I'm here to help. And I found myself helping folks coming out of incarceration, find jobs and housing, and I ain't have a job or a house. Okay. And I, it took some time, mm-hmm. but I realize now <laughs> the error of my ways. I realized that right. Right. a lot of uh, a lot of pride and ego went into not being willing to take the opportunities that I was handing off to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly a tough lesson to learn, and certainly mm-hmm. something that I want to encourage other people to walk away from this experience of fighting trauma with trauma. So pause for the cause right there, right? So you went from education to homelessness. Yes, ma'am. So the topic tonight is stopping, stop fighting trauma with trauma. Yes, indeed. Now, what made you come up with that topic? When I looked at that topic, I was like, you know what? That hit home. Because you know what? That's all we know what to do. That's it. And that's so I've gone through these challenges in my life. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I was in this situation where I was allowing those challenges to keep a hold on me in a way where I was just attached to this mindset of scarcity, right? Where I don't even see what's possible for myself beyond the experience that I'm having. Mm -hmm. And so rather than focus on what I could be doing, I'm going to focus on, you know what, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to lean into being noble. Right. And I'm going to be a blessing to everybody around me. Except for myself. Except for myself. I'm a, we, we count ourselves out before we even count ourselves in. Come on. based off of the trauma that we've already been through because that's how we see our life because we've been through this circumstances we go on ahead and say this is how it's all this is how it's gonna already be this is how it's already gonna be it's just how it is for me so define trauma for us so trauma for me means that it's an experience that first of all you have a connection to right and like it's like the first word that comes to my mind when I think trauma is pain mm-hmm. um, and discomfort. Mm-hmm. But when I do some reflecting on those, this idea of trauma, it's the connection, it's the attachment mm-hmm. to the experience that really defines what trauma is for me. And so, yes, it's that connection, but it's also the discomfort that uh, is true for whatever, whatever that experience was. So homelessness, uh, living out of that 92 Buick Roadmaster. Mm-hmm. That was a traumatic experience for Absolutely. me. Trauma connects me to this idea of, I don't know if that's going to have to, if I'm going to have to experience that again, mm-hmm. right? The trauma connects me to this idea that I have to be in constant pursuit of new opportunities and I have to constantly struggle for, every single dime that I get because of the fear that's plugged into my mindset around what would happen if I, the consequence of not being as active as I have been. 
So do you think that everything because of going from being educated, having a place to stay, having these jobs, having that sense of security for it to be snatched, do you think that everything that you looked at from that point became a struggle mentality? Everything you felt like everything I get, it has to be a struggle. Listen, I fell from the ivory tower. No, you didn't. Oh, no. <laughs> you said Listen, mm -hmm. I was I was at a four year university mm -hmm. and I was feeling myself. I did good in my getting all kind of awards for student success. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you mm -hmm. fell from that ivory tower. Now mm -hmm. you sit here in your mm -hmm. roadmaster, got to think about life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that that's how you look at everything in your life. Yes, indeed. Yes, mm -hmm. indeed. It was a situation where I just. I could not see my way out of the situation in a way that kept me from falling back into it. Mm. Right. It all it's always felt like, oh, that can happen again. So what do I need to do to stop it from happening again? But it's in but you know what's so funny is this. It's in discomfort that we that we grow. Okay. But but in discomfort, discomfort is where we become familiar. Mm. You won't want none of this. Come on here. You don't want none. <laughs> you don't want none. No, no, because you, you don't want none because you're walking in my familiar. field. It's in discomfort that we grow, but discomfort is where we become familiar because struggle, that one incident, instead of you saying, okay, this happened one time, you condition yourself to believe this is how it's going to be all the time. So you became comfortable in that discomfort you you became comfortable we all come comfortable in the discomfort where the discomfort is challenging us to grow it challenges us to grow but we saying no i don't want to grow i just want to just stay stuck here i just want to no no i just want to stay stuck here and then that discomfort becomes comfortable to us yeah. so what finally happened for you to say, okay, I'm sick and tired of this. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of this. Something's got to change. Uh, it, uh, a black woman. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, fell in love with this young lady and um, who eventually became my wife. Amen. And she had a different set of standards. Mm -hmm. A different mindset. She had a very different mindset. Mm -hmm. Like, oh no, they mm -hmm. want you to do what? For how long? Mm -hmm. And for how much money? Oh, zero dollars. Mm -hmm. That's not what we do. Mm -hmm. That is not what we do. Mm -hmm. um, and you have to keep people around you who see a level of greatness in you that you can't see for yourself. Mm -hmm. Because that's going to allow you to pursue something that you wouldn't have pursued otherwise. Mm -hmm. That was the experience that I had. Mm -hmm. I couldn't see what was possible for me. I couldn't see my way around the experience that I was in, mm -hmm. but she could. Mm -hmm. And it shifted a lot. It shifted a lot from where we were. So you said that it was a black woman, which eventually she became your wife. Thank yes, goodness. That yes, her mindset made you see it different. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, she did. It was... Uh, you know, the fact that she could see a different version of myself mm -hmm. that I was blinded to, mm -hmm. right? that I couldn't see 
I couldn't see the way around the corners. I couldn't see a way through the experience I was having. I was having, um, but she knew Mm -hmm. that the person I was was not designed for the experience we were having. Ain't that amazing? That mindset, I mean, it changes everything. Isn't it amazing how somebody else can see the giant in us before we can see it? Come on. Come on. But that's why you got to put on social media the other day. You got to get, you have to adopt the habit of walking with giants. Mm-hmm. Okay. When mm-hmm. you, you put yourself around people who have that stride. And that's going to stretch you. It's going to stretch you. That's going to stretch you. But even sometimes that's even uncomfortable. Mm. And a lot of times, instead of people taking it as a stretch and a growth, people take it as an, uh, what you call it, an offense. You don't want it. You don't want it. You don't want it. You don't want it. Because somebody got a lot of dough. Somebody has to tell them. So I, I can identify with you when you say stop stop fighting trauma with trauma because that's what we know. We know the struggle part, but we don't know the prosperity part because we never want to take a chance. We rather just sit and struggle and say, this is how it is. No, it's not how it is. This is how you choose for it to be until come somebody come in and, and, and teach you something different. And that's, and we're going to go through these seasons where we, we have to experience, we got to go through what we go through, right? Absolutely. You go through, you'll go through, and I absolutely did. And with mm-hmm. each go through, I graduated into a new level of experience. I graduated into a new realization of myself. Mm-hmm. And it it allowed me to see with each step, it allowed me to see possibilities beyond where I was in that stage. So do you think that your homelessness played a part for you to be this executive strategic leader uh-huh. that you are now? No, I have to appreciate that. I have mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. There's no way around it. Mm-hmm. Without that experience, I don't have this. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. So, so what I, was the what was the lesson that you learned from your homelessness that now you play as the CEO of your company? Mm, the lesson I learned from that experience. Mm-hmm. Resourcefulness over resources. Break that down now. Bring that one to three. Bring that one to three. Resourcefulness over resources for Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. meant that leveraging the wisdom, understanding, and capacity that I have access to Mm -hmm. to achieve the things that my vision gives to me, right? Mm -hmm. So what I see possible, getting access to what I see possible with what I have not because I have access to so much, but because I know how to use what I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's resourcefulness over resources. Mm-hmm. And I think that too many of us get trapped by this mentality that we can't access certain things or we can't achieve certain things because we don't have enough capital. We don't have enough of a, a network. We don't have enough uh, uh, capacity mm-hmm. when the reality is we have to take stock of what's what's accessible to us. We have to take stock of what we understand and know. Mm-hmm. Leverage what we have to achieve what we can see. But, but people don't think that. You take what you have and use it. 
And then as you use what you have, allow that to grow and it'll continue to grow. Come on. And that and, and, and you know a lot of times that's why people don't step out. And that's a lot of times why people don't make no change. That's why a lot of times people say, I gotta wait till the kids grow up. I gotta wait till the husband come, the woman come. I gotta come wait till I, I graduate from college or I gotta wait till I get the promotion to take a vacation. But when they can just take what they have and use it to their advantage, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. That's a really good story. But people Absolutely. wouldn't believe that you've been through that because <laughs> of now you're an executive strategist and you have your own company and oh. you speak with such a standard. But to hear you say, I, I was homeless. I had to meet a woman that changed my mindset. I had to understand that I am resourceful. I was giving everything away instead of, um, you know, giving back to me. Mm -hmm. They need gotcha. to hear that story. Have you wrote That's, a book about that? I did. I did. And what's, what's funny, you mentioned earlier, you said the glory, they see the glory, but they don't see what we've been through. They the never see it. The mm -hmm. book that I wrote is called The Opposite of Glory. Mm -hmm. Because we have to recognize the value that comes from the experience that gets us to the achievements that we have. And it's not necessarily the achievements that we pursue. Mm -hmm. right? And that's why the emphasis is on the opposite of glory because it's about the process, mm -hmm. right? You hear people say all the time, trust the process, trust the process. Mm -hmm. That's just it. It can be as simple as that. Mm -hmm. But when you pursue the thing that you, that you want to achieve, rather than pursuing the opportunity to exercise the process, mm -hmm. Come on now, you only gonna get as far as your, your legs are taking. Mm -hmm. But uh, they don't want to, just like they don't want to do the work. They wanted to give to you. But you know what? You never value anything when it's given to you. Come on. You value it when you work for it. You value it when you trust it. When you say, I done done all that I can do. Only thing I can do is trust. But you know where my biggest heartbreak came from? Mm -hmm. I had to learn. The very, very hard way. That hard work don't make no money. Mm. That was one of the biggest, that was what's one of the most. I, 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 I agree. I, I agree with you on that. I agree with oh, you on that. Hard work is something that is near and dear to my heart, something that is part of my identity. Mm -hmm. This is who I am. I'm going to work hard. I mm -hmm. will not be outworked. Mm -hmm. And I have to recognize that just because I work hard. Don't mean I'm gonna get paid. Mm -hmm. So then, what's in the gap, mm -hmm. right? And that's what has to be explored. We got to start really getting a deeper level of understanding finances, managing the wealth that we finally get access to, mm -hmm. but also understanding this world of transactions and the world of entrepreneurship and the world of like, what does it mean to create value, mm -hmm. really? And how does hard work help to create new value? But we don't want that because you know why? We why want that? surface. Come on. I just had this conversation with my client. I said, y'all don't want it. She said, what, what you mean by that, Miss Andrea? I said, people nowadays want everything to be surface. But in order for you to obtain anything, in order for you to learn anything, you have to get the deeper understanding of it. You can no longer function in surface. You have to go deeper, deeper than if you want to know the why, you got to, you got to go deeper. 
It just can't be like, I, why? Because I want to. It can't just be that. Yes, indeed. It's yes, got indeed. to go because I want legacy for my children. It's because I want my children to understand you went through this with me because of this, but also because you have a story that you must tell. Mm. Okay, then. I'm going to send you an invoice because you don't got plenty of lessons on this, this, this video. <laughs> Can't be bad at it. I cannot be bad at it. Mm. I love it. So give no, us three got... tips. Give us three tips how to stop fighting trauma. How to stop fighting trauma. Mm -hmm. trauma. First of all, it's what I said before, recognizing that it's resourcefulness mm -hmm. over resources. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you are in this state of fighting trauma with trauma, you probably are missing out on the opportunity to recognize what you actually have access to and how you can create value for people. Mm -hmm. Okay, the other piece to stop fighting trauma with trauma is assign value to rest and restorative activity. Mm. Okay, There's too many of us out here hustling, grind time 24-7. You can't never get a wink of sleep. You can't never get no rest. Your body is failing and function malfunctioning on you because you haven't put the energy and effort that you need to invest in rest and restorative activity. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We need you here. Mm -hmm. We need you here to have the impact that you're supposed to be having. But if you're constantly working and you never restore yourself, it ain't because we work. was taught that we was taught it's all about the grind. It's all about the grind. You got to go, 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 go. But with me, Ernest, I've learned it's about the ease and flow. Come on, it's about the ease and flow. I have truly learned that you have got to find the balance. And a lot of times, when you go, 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 go. It's not going to come to you like that. It always comes to you when you let it flow. That's it. That's when you it. let it, it's not saying don't work, right? It's saying find the balance and let it flow to you. Because what's for you is for you. Ease and, and that's, flow. That's it exactly. And the last thing I say is put yourself in the path of good people. Mm -hmm. Okay. I would never miss an opportunity to be in, in space with good people doing good things. I would mm -hmm. never. Mm -hmm. I would, I'm there every time. Right. Put yourself in the path of good people doing good things. Make sure you invest time in rest and restorative activity. Mm -hmm. Recognize that you need to be intentional about having resourcefulness over resources. You can stop fighting that trauma with trauma. That's awesome. So where can they get your book at? So right now it's available on Amazon. Uh, it's called The Opposite of Glory Amateurs. Uh, I'm sorry. The Opposite of Glory uh, memoirs of an amateur philosopher. That's the mm -hmm. whole title of the book. And um, I'm working on another one, but don't mm -hmm. tell nobody about that. I ain't going to tell nobody. You better, <laughs> you better send me my, my copy. I ain't going to tell nobody. Y'all talking to old millionaire over there. You know, went from homeless and now he a millionaire. Y'all better go ahead and give him Ernest. Y'all better give him Ernest. <laughs> Ernest, give us an empowering word that we can take and build from that we can take and really build from? Um, I'm going to give you one of my favorite poems. Uh, it's by this guy, uh, Peter Dale Wimbro. It goes, when you get what you want in your struggle for self and the world makes you king for a day, go to the mirror, look at yourself, see what that man has to say for it. It isn't your mother, your brother, or wife whose judgment upon you must pass. The person whose verdict counts most in your life is the one staring back from the glass. He's the one to please, never mind all the rest, for he's with you clear till the end, and you have passed your most dangerous 
and difficult test, the man in the glass is your friend. Ooh, you better go ahead and quote. <laughs> <laughs> you better go ahead, honey. I said, look at the woman in the mirror, honey, and flip the hair. <laughs> can reach you, work with you, and all that other good stuff. So ehowardco.com, that's the website, but find me across social media uh, at e underscore Howard Co. Uh, I remember in the third grade, I was real good at math back in the third grade, okay? That's when I was real good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I used to get that math work done so fast, the teacher always said, Ernest, you forgot to put your name on it. <laughs> what type of clients do you work with yeah so uh when i work with clients what i look for is folks that are executives who are leading businesses leading teams who have uh or future executives folks who have an ambition to lead teams lead organizations mm -hmm. and you're looking for an opportunity to step into a greater state of clarity around how to move things forward or how to um, structure the work that you're doing or have an impact on the community you want to serve. Mm, that's awesome. Listen, right-hand man, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you in the community, what you're doing in your community, you showing up, what you're doing for um, HBCU, right? Working on, working oh, on yeah. I'm very proud of that. I'm proud of you staying in that mission, staying firm. I'm proud of you and your family, what you're doing. Tell your wife what I said. She should have been when I was a single mom of three because she would have sure had my three in her program. You hear me? <laughs> and I would have been glad to pay that invoice. You hear me? <laughs> I believe it. Yes, well, indeed. Listen, this is your favorite, Andrina. It's been real riding with y'all. Listen, if y'all remember nothing else I said, remember this. Your purpose is greater than your struggle. Your struggle is your stepping stone to get you into your greatness. Never forget, smile to a stranger because you never know who you may be inspiring to show up into their greatness. And until we speak, you all stay amazing. Amen.